0: Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. I'm Doug Fain. On today's program, we'll be talking to Stanley Gillespie. Stanley has been in our community all his life. His family is from over around Wilmore. He has uh, family members that were fire chiefs and doctors, and we'll remember all of that and more.
1: One day, they're playing grown up. The next day, they are one. And as time goes by, the cost of college continues to rise. You know that college is important, but that expense may seem out of reach. We can help. I'm Edward Jones, financial advisor, Charity Reed.
0: And I'm Edward Jones, financial advisor, Daniel Van Horn. Let's work together on strategies to help you tackle growing college expenses. Stop by our offices at 119 Quinn Drive on the south end of Nicholasville
1: or 109 Springdale Drive on the north side of Nicholasville
0: for a face-to-face appointment. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Well, good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. Glad to have you here on this Saturday morning as we continue our trek down the road of memories of things and people and places in Jessamine County. We're uh, honored to be joined today by a fellow that I've known for a few years, Stanley Gillespie. Good morning. Good morning, Doug. Glad you were able to come in with us as we talk about the Gillespie family. And, you know, a lot of people that I have interviewed on this show, it's been about a business or one person in particular. But, you know, your family, you've you've had several people out of your family that have been. Pretty prominent Especially around the Wilmore area That we want to talk about today And kind of uh, remember them and, and what they did And I guess the best place to start is, is as far back maybe as we can And I'm assuming that maybe your granddad Is that right?
1: Um, my granddad Stanley huh? Yeah And right. you were named after him After both grandfathers Both sides Oh so your other grandfather's oh, name was Stanley. Clay No his name Oh his was name Stanley was Stanley, Stanley too? too? Uh huh Right Stanley Stennett well, Where did the Clay come from? Both of their middle names were Clay in so fact, you like about all the men in my family, middle name is Clay on my just dad's side. Easy to remember. Right. <laughs> and my grandfather was Stanley Clay it. Wow. So there, so, so there wasn't any choice for them. But I was just easy well, well, to remember.
0: Well, well, but that's really kind of weird. You had a Stanley Clay Stinnett that's over here somewhere, mm-hmm, and he has mm-hmm. a daughter, and you've got a Stanley Clay Gillespie that's over here somewhere that has a son, and it just happens that their kids get together.
1: I guess so, after World War II. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was meant for you to be. It's, that's just that's all there is to it. Yeah, you didn't have to buy any books to me,
0: <laughs> No different monograms right. on the towels, that's all that it, kind of stuff. It. Okay, so Stanley Clay Gillespie right. is where I guess we'll start. Right. Your granddad. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, tell us a little bit about him. Was he always from here? Well, uh, as far as I know, they were born in Wilmore. My family came to Wilmore in about 1880. Oh, yeah, uh, there was four brothers yeah. uh, there was a street in Wilmore named after them, Gillespie Street, right, where Just all the brothers lived. Uh, my great uncle uh, Virgil Gillespie was the family doctor. Mm-hmm. one of his brothers was Jim Gillespie. They ran a bakery in Wilmore in the twenties and thirties, yeah, there was George Gillespie, which he left there real early. He moved to Colorado, yeah, so you know the four brothers Stanley, Jim George, and the called we, call, we used to call them the Big four. It's because they were all big guys, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Well, and the ones, of course, that I, I don't remember because of my age, but I've heard of, would right. be your granddaddy Stanley Clay and Dr. Gillespie. Right. Dr. Uh-huh. was Dr. V.S.? A V.C. V.C. Clay. Uh-huh. And, and as we were talking before the program, you know, in Nicholasville for all those years, was, Dr. Williams was kind of the right. one that delivered right. all the babies mm-hmm. and took care. Your great uncle was kind of that person in Wilmore.
1: Country, family doctor yeah. there for years and years. For a long Long time. Uh, I think there was an article one time where he had delivered over 5,000 babies. Yeah.
0: And that's kind of parallels the Dr. Williams up here. Exactly. Exactly. Made house calls. Did he deliver you? Yes. Yeah.
1: By your great uncle. On a Sunday morning, and I was interrupting his golf game. So (laughs) after I was out, he was gone to the golf course. Wow,
0: (laughs) That's amazing. Now, he had a brother named Stanley Clay, who was your granddad. Right. Uh Uh-huh. You know, I guess the, the way that I probably got to know you is because of our connection through the fire. Right. And I guess his connection through the fire is what got you interested through your dad, but but ultimately your granddad wasn't he was on the
1: Wilmore department department in 24. I mean, he's in the picture of the one I yeah. remember and he was on there for several years before he moved to Florida after he retired.
0: The picture you talk about on our uh, you grew up in Jessam County Facebook page, there is a picture that shows the old
1: Wilmore truck two it, vehicles in that picture yeah. there's a 24 la france which was brand new and then right beside it was a 1917 dodge touring car that was converted they had a chemical tank on it yeah a ladder on the side you can see it in the but they had it before 24 yeah and 24 is when they built the building and bought that 24 la france and your granddad was one of the firemen. He was one of the volunteers. Best I can remember was
0: there's eight, nine people in there, I guess. Nine or ten people. And that's Reynolds. pretty good for that time of, you know, oh, you yeah. think about the early
1: well, 20s. there how What was the population of Wilmore? Could have been very big. I, that I, don't know, that I don't know. I know the truck cost $900, brand new, <laughs> with all the equipment on it. Wow. Reynolds Stewart was the fire chief. Yeah. He's, he's in the picture, and there's several people. Kate Clayton Loose is in that picture, which the Loose Center is named mm-hmm, after in mm-hmm, Asbury College mm-hmm. now. Mr. Hereford had had the store there. Yes. All the businessmen in Wilmore was were, firemen. were, were the firemen, I guess. It's, you know. And, of course, we talk about the fact
0: that Wilmore's population was low, and maybe that was a – a big number of firemen but you got to remember you had those asbury buildings over there mm-hmm, at that mm-hmm. time in fact mm-hmm. asbury i don't know exactly when it happened but they had a pretty major fire down there that wiped out a lot of the early campus right, right. Mm-hmm. so with that in mind it would make sense then that you would have for a small town nine ten eleven twelve people on your volunteer department Of course, these guys had businesses to run, too. I mean, they couldn't probably all go at one time. Like volunteers are now. They have have other jobs, of course. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So your granddad, now, outside of being a volunteer fireman, what did he do for his career?
1: Oh, for his career, yes. he, he had a, worked for the government for years and years. Yeah. And different places where the government. In fact, when they had the hospital after World War II over here at Danville, mm-hmm. I think it was named Darnell or something like that, they had a paid fire department there, several people there. Yeah. And he was on that for a while too. Yeah. So, I you know, and he had another job there at the same time. Wow. Now, who was your grandmother, his wife? Vanetta. Was she from Wilmore? I don't know where she okay. was. I think she was from the Danville area because she was a Spoonamore. Okay. Uh, people that owned drugstores or something yeah. in Danville at that time.
0: So they met, hooked up somewhere in there, and out of that came your dad. Right.
1: Was there other kids other than, and than and your dad? And his brother. Brother Frank. Frank. Now. Frank. And, Where's Frank? what happened well, to Frank? Well, okay, after World War II, Frank, well, of course, they grew up in Wilmore, mm-hmm. and both served in the United States Army in World War II, mm-hmm. and they were both in Germany for like three years during the war. And yeah. after that, they came home and together bought the little grocery store from a man named Myers down on Main Street and started Gillespie Brothers Groceries.
0: So it was both of them. Both of your them. Your dad when it started, uh huh,
1: and his brother Frank. And his brother Frank. Where was that located? downtown it was kind of right across from clay's barber shop it's okay. like a rose's flower shop now of course yeah. it's, it's kind of i won't say boarded up in the front but it's got smaller windows they used right. to have the big glass front windows like you know all the yeah, old yeah, stores yeah. did what years was that open 46 when they come out of the, out of the service they started in 46 how long was it open uh, Dad ran it to seventy six. So you grew up in that grocery. Exactly. Store. Yeah. That's yeah. that's
0: where you <laughs> grew, up, grew up. Grew up and, and yeah, learned. running the
1: running the streets down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sacking groceries my dad could not wait till i was 16 so i could start driving the truck and deliver groceries that's you know when we delivered groceries but it was glisby brothers to about 1955 and uncle frank moved to florida and he was married a floridian lady Mm -hmm. and started barbering and he barbered there for 40 something years
0: 1955 would be about the time maybe a little bit earlier when fitch's iga would have opened I think they were in seven. Yeah. Some were right in there, yeah. So this was prior. They closed mm-hmm. prior to even mm-hmm. Fitch's coming in, which
1: right. was there any other grocery stores well, down the there? Well, the Blue Allen family, part of that family had the grocery store. I think they bought it from the Fitches. Oh yeah, of their family there. Uh Well, it was on the corner where Subway is now.
0: Well, since you brought that up, I mean, it's 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 what a web we weave here. Uh, I want to make sure we get all these connections in here, folks, because he just brought up Lou Ellen. There was a fellow down there owned hardware store, Oscar Plum. Everybody knew him Um, as Plum. Do you know how he got that nickname? You have any idea? No, I don't. Plum is all I ever knew. Mister Lou Ellen, nice guy, absolutely nice guy. And if you go down Lexington Avenue. On the left side of the street across from where the United Bank uh, is branch today. is. Mm-hmm. That, he had a hardware store. That's what I remember. Right. Now, he had a son Earl. named Earl. Right. Earl, who's passed away a few years ago, uh, was in the banking business, I believe. But right. anyway, he married a lady named Diane who was a garrison. Now, her dad was Brad Garrison, who was an attorney here in Nicholasville. In fact, I think he was a police judge police at one judge. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His his wife, I remember playing the piano at, at, at our church, Billy. And, of course, there are other kids in that family, Roger and Don, and I'm missing one sister, Susan. Susan, uh-huh. But anyway, Diane was married to Earl. Mm-hmm. Well, Diane, uh, Earl died, and Diane is now married to me, to you, all right. <laughs> and this is your second wife, right? Okay, so so with that, if you all understood that, guys, you're you're doing good. So let's tie all this together. You were born when uh, 1947. Now, do you have any brothers and sisters? No, and you were the only child. Only child. So you grew up in this grocery store, and eventually found the love of your life, Elaine.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, when did yeah. that take place? Uh, 1969 is when we met. At, yeah, uh, she was at Asbury. How, was she from here? No, she was from a little town in Burgles, Ohio. Burgles. But she came to school here. She came to Hesbury. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. And caught you. And, well, I caught her. <laughs> <laughs> but you all got
0: married in 69. How long were Seven. you? We Seven. got married
1: in 70. Yeah. How long were you married
0: when she died?
1: Uh, she... Died. Let's see. We were married uh, thirty one years. Thirty one years. Yeah.
0: And you have. And so that, folks, is that's why we say that Diane's a second wife. His right. first wife mm-hmm. passed away, and then you, Diane. So I guess you and Diane probably had known each other for several years
1: because of the Wilmore connections. Well, we met in high school. Yeah. With with Earl uh, being that's Earl and Diane. That's all you ever said in high school was Earl and Diane. Well, they were high school sweethearts. Sweethearts. Yeah. 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 yeah what about very, that? Married very young, right after high school. Well,
0: you and Elaine were married. Now you had two children, two girls. Talk, right.
1: brag a little about them. Oh well, I've got a daughter that's now in Hendersonville, which is a suburb of Nashville. Carrie, yeah. yeah, have three grandchildren there: mm-hmm. uh, Tyler and Kayla and Jason. And they live in Nashville. Her husband works for Reynolds Aluminum. Okay, and my youngest daughter, Karen, is mm-hmm. still here in Nicholasville. Yeah. Is never, never married. Works in Lexington. She does graphic artwork and, yeah. and for a printing company.
0: So that's the, there we have, there yes. we have the line. That's the line. Let's back up now. We've got the line established, Who who's related to who here. You grew up in this grocery store, and at some point in time, you decided that you liked the
1: fire business. Now, was that early age, and was that because of your parents or grandparents? Well, I, I mean, my dad always, you know, was he was 25 years as the volunteer chief in Wilmore. So your was dad was the chief. Right. Your granddad was just on the department. But your daddy was the chief for 25 years. Yeah, I come out of the service while he ran the grocery store. While right, he ran the grocery store, wow! Yeah. You just had this in your blood. Well, I, I guess it's in my blood, but I really didn't get interested till I was about twenty-one or twenty-two. I didn't start. I didn't go with him when he was, mm-hmm. you know, when I was littler. I just, I just didn't. Wasn't I, I wasn't interested, yeah. I guess. But all of a sudden, I, I got an interest in it. Did you start with and Wilmore? I started with Wilmore in probably 69 right before he, he got out. Yeah. Then moved to Nicholasville. We married and moved to Nicholasville and got on the, the city department here a right. volunteer. And then about a year later, got on the count with the county. And a lot of us guys then was on both departments, both. answering right. calls for both departments. Because right. it wasn't very busy at that time, you know, not like today.
0: And unlike today, both of them at that time were volunteer.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. City and county. City and county. County. And then later on, uh, after uh, Chief Price retired from the county de fir- fir- fire department, uh-huh. I was assistant chief at that time, I became the volunteer chief of the county district. It would become right. the fire district right. man. How long were you chief for the Justin County? About nine years. Was About that prior
0: years. to Mike Wheeler? Yes. He, he yes. came in Mike, right after Mike you.
1: was my assistant chief yeah. for
0: several years. I mean, you've made full circle here. Right. You have made full circle because, you know, you, your dad... Your dad's chief Wilmore. You eventually became chief of Jessamine County, and then later you were chief of Nicholasville. Yeah, when it became the well after became the fired, paid fire department. Right, right. So you you've got the big three. You're the only one in this county, I guess. that's... well, you weren't you weren't chief of Wilmore, but no, you were no,
1: on the Wilmore I was on the department. The uh huh.
0: But you've been chief of two out of the three. Yes. Yeah. What do you think? And I know you've been at it for a while, but in your mind, how how much? Other than size, what's the difference in the fire career now than it was back when you were growing up? Well,
1: even in the 60s, 70s, and early 80s, if it wasn't on fire, we didn't go. Yeah. Then we got into extrication of automobiles yeah. with the jaws of life and the saws, right. right? Hazardous materials, and now they're just into you know the full thing of you know preplans and yeah. on and on and on. Yeah. yeah.
0: Back then, it was just call us if you have a fire. Right. Right. Basically, I mean, that's it.
1: They got people yeah. out of automobiles with wreckers in those right. days and right. things like that. They right. didn't, you know hazardous materials and all that stuff you know because things have changed i mean everything's changed
0: now as far as now and you know most of that was volunteer up until i guess you became the chief of nicholasville everything you had done to that point was volunteer as far as fire departments. yes, yes mm-hmm. so you had to have a way to fa- feed your family tell us what you did well outside I, of that.
1: I worked for the city full time right. and i right. was the purchasing agent for 22 years long time and I was allowed to leave my work and answer even calls in the county yeah. that and that's a big thing right now of guys I mean businesses just cannot let guys go right like they used to right you know to answer calls because of wages they pay him and so forth yeah you know so when chief brumfield was chief of the city a lot of the guys that work for the city uh-huh. you know could answer calls and, and he had staff from he could get from that pool sure. also
0: well and you think you mentioned a while ago that prior to you uh, willard price was chief of the county yes uh, of the county and of course his dad owned a service station down the street here frug and you know i guess it was the same way i mean you know they he worked down there for him and y- you know if the bell happened to ring you took yeah. off and you went it was no big deal that's just the way it
1: was when walter brumfield was the chief of the of the city fire department i think him and mr price i don't know who stayed at the station but you know they high tailed across yeah. the street there to the fire station yeah. and took off. Answered calls.
0: And you're talking about going across the street. That brings up something else in my mind that I wanted to talk about. For a long time the county fire department was located in the old building across from what is now Hager and cunda Funeral Home. There used to be for those people who are not from here, there used to be a building there. It's a parking lot now. And there used to be a building there, and it it became quite dilapidated and quite dangerous. This was prior to the station being built that is now, out on the south end. Do you know how long was the county fire department in there? Was it it always there? In
1: 1970, when I came here, the county fire trucks, or the one county fire truck at that time, was housed in the city fire station. Across the street? Across the street. uh, There was two city trucks and the county truck in that building at one time. And then after they became the district, yeah. Then they got the building across the street. The county owned that building. Yeah. And they moved over and started renovating it and putting doors and, and everything in yeah. it as the district grew, putting more trucks over there.
0: Well, and to explain a little more about what you said, too, is across the street. Which is now, it's the it, for those people, again, I, I, I'd want to educate the people who are newer to our community. Uh, between Hager and Kunda Funeral Home and between Central Bank, the big brick building, that was City Hall. City, it was and the City Police Department and the City jail. Fire Department, the yeah. jail, and yeah. everything yeah. was yeah. there, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Like the Wilmore Station was at one time at the Wilmore yeah. Station there. It was City Hall and the City Jail and the Fire Station.
0: That's It's amazing yeah. Yeah. how this county has grown. grown. Yeah. And, and what we used to have. Yeah. So they had the old building down on Oak Street, and eventually that building, which was needed so badly to get out of, mm-hmm. the fire department needed to yep. get out of there. Because at that point, at one point in time, that, I have told, was a parachute factory back mm-hmm. way back in, I guess, during the war. World War II. A roller rink was even upstairs, upstairs. Mm-hmm. over top mm-hmm. of where you all had your mm-hmm. trucks. And then the new station, of course, was built and, and is a great state-of-the-art yes. place we've got out there. Let's get back back to Wilmore for a little bit and we want to talk about that and the way you you feel about that town you've been there basically all your life now I know you lived up here for a long time but Wilmore is home. Wilmore's home your home you know yeah. it's home yeah. tell us about some some remembrances what's some of the best remembrances you have of Wilmore growing
1: up well when you gr- you don't really realize what a nice, neat place it is when you're growing up. It's <laughs> yeah. just home, and, and all the kids that we played, I mean, you know, it was the old real, when the street lights come on, you went home yeah. at night, but yeah. the rest of that time, the town was yours. We had bikes, and, and then later on, we had motor scooters we could ride without driver's license you yeah. know, and terrorize the town and all that stuff. I just remember up the street from the store, the front yard, This there's a beautiful home there on the corner now that's a, a rock Stonehouse and Dr. Sutherland was an eye doctor there. Hmm. He built the little room on the side now, which I think is a beauty shop to that lady's. I think home. I know where you're talking really, about. really, really pretty in Christmas. It's a beautiful yes. place. Yes. But that whole front yard was our football field right there on really? Main Street. And the Sutherland brothers and me and Tommy Eagle Light that lived across the street yeah. there where the bed and breakfast is yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all grew up. We played football there when we were little kids when we didn't have to work in our stores and right. things like that. But Wilmore was a neat place. I just remember all the family shopping at my dad's store. And, you know, and I just think of when I would del- people would come and buy groceries and you just put their name on the bags, and I would deliver them to their homes. Mm-hmm. They would go somewhere else, especially on Saturday. Well, and, of course, I,
0: Stanley, that was the time where you you didn't walk in and walk down the aisles and get your groceries. You took a list in and said, here's what
1: I need. And you all, you, the family would that ran the, the store, the, fill the list. You filled the yeah, list. Or call on the phone Yeah, give us a list. Yeah, right. And, and we would fill it and take it to their house and right. collect the money or just put it on their credit. Right, my dad in credit for thirty days at a time. Yeah, and those people just paid like clockwork. I mean, you could just count on it. Yeah. you know, you never had any delinquent things. Huh. But I was, you know, you'd take the groceries to the house. You'd put the meat in the refrigerator. You'd put the ice cream in the freezer. Oh, you because know? they weren't home. They weren't home. They weren't home. The house, which the meant the house was locked. Lo- no, yeah, not no, locked. No, you just never thought about. Just never thought about it. What you, a simple time. Yeah, simple time.
0: Yeah. We had on the show not long ago, Jim Brumfield and his sister, mm-hmm. Billy Hawes, talking about their dad, mom, mm-hmm. Clay, and Ann. Yeah. And he was talking about how Clay, when he started as a mailman and for years, his route was the city. It, it wasn't this section of the city. It was the whole city because it was small. Mm-hmm. You know I and, mean? I mean, he mentioned that, too, about yeah. how, you know, you never thought about locking a door. You never thought about doing anything like that. And Wilmore, although has grown somewhat, Mm-hmm. The planners and the administration down there have been able to maintain still that small, small town yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. that's good in some ways. In some ways, it's not. I mean, I guess, you know, you don't have a lot of businesses down there, but you have businesses that do very well because mm-hmm. of people down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are loyal to them.
1: I can remember. I, I believe Doug. One of the biggest changes in in and in uh, businesses is when places like IBM came to Lexington uh-huh. and uh, you know Square D and offered a lot of employment and a lot of people right. you know, drove up there every day right. and then they built you know like Southland Shopping Center right and you could see the tide slowly changing. Way back then, you know, yeah. this was in the early seventies. You know And then businesses Could not survive I think when my dad And his brother Started there There was five little Grocery stores In Wilmore In 1946
0: And you know We've talked about that On this program Is And I've often Been amazed in, in, In talking about Nicholasville The Main Street area If you talk about the number of grocery stores, the number of department stores, the number of furniture stores, the number of clothing stores that operated at the same time, how in the world did they all survive? But that (laughs) was a day when you didn't run to Lexington every time you needed something. And it's the same way with Wilmore.
1: You know, the Wilmore, I guess back then... A trip to Nicholasville was a big thing. My grandmother, which lived in Wilmore, would ever, ever now and on Saturday we would take the bus, the Phillips bus line that Mm -hmm. came out of Nicholasville. It stopped in Wilmore, I think, three times a day. And of course, at one time they were hauling people to Avon to work Mm -hmm. on the other side of Lexington. They had Mm -hmm. one bus that would just charter I guess every day yeah but my, would be a big trip for grandma and I to come I would come through Nicholasville and see this downtown yeah and then go on to Lexington to downtown to shop and spend a day with my grandmother and, and that Rosa. was a sp- that was a big deal. Special treat. That was a big deal to go to Lexington. Yeah. You know, and Diane and I probably go five times a week. Oh to yeah. Eat That's,
0: <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. Things like that have changed. And, and and while convenience is good and your your variety, I guess, it's it's sad that we've lost a lot and, and the thing about Wilmore though, Stanley, is that even though it has progressed, it's one of those places that you still can at least I I can go to and kinda get the way it used to be mm-hmm. you know what it I mean is, that yeah, feeling yeah. of the way it used to be because yeah. even though it's
1: changed it's still kind of the same I mean the parades they have over there for Veterans Day oh, on the 4th yeah. of July yeah. and Christmas downtown it's amazing yeah. what, what do you
0: miss most about the Wilmore that you used to know
1: well, going back after, you know, I've been back there seven years now. Yeah. Going back, I mean, the old guys aren't there like they used yeah. to be. They've either, you know, like me, they've moved somewhere else and yeah. haven't come back, or they're, they've passed away, you yeah. know, and uh, the older people. You know, and it's great just to go down to the barbershop mm-hmm. with Clay, mm-hmm. you know, and just mm-hmm. we just go down there and reminisce every time it's a haircut or just go down there and, and loaf with Clay, yeah. and we— we know He knows people and I know people, and we'll talk about, you know, they've right. done this and done the characters we used to call them. We're right. probably the characters now, of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Clay is, anyway. There yeah, he is, yeah.
0: We, yeah, we were fortunate to have him on our program. And I guess we were talking that, that he and uh, I guess the Fitches are probably the longest running businesses still there.
1: 58 for Clay, yeah, right? Yeah, they're still this operating. Year. Yeah, yeah. In the same spot. In the same place.
0: Yeah, in the same window. He's in yeah. the same window. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, it's great. Well, things change. Progress happens, and there's nothing we can do to stop that. But it's good to, to remember it. It's good to, to think about it. Uh, you know, if if your daddy could come back for an hour, what would he say? What would he say
1: if he could just stand in Main Street in Wilmore? What do you think he'd say? Boy, I don't know. He'd probably <laughs> say, where is everybody? And, and where's all the businesses right. were here at that time gone. Yeah. You know, why didn't they survive? Yeah. You know, of course, he left in 76, and it was making a big change then. You mm-hmm. Right. You know, right. Was, you know right. when mom died in 71 dead kind of really we stayed five more years but yeah he had got the opportunity to sell and recover, yeah right and right. he got out and right. should have and enjoy did. himself it was you know perfect exactly timing. Yeah, right perfect timing for him
0: well stanley believe it or not our time is wow. gone but yeah. i want to say personally and on behalf of the community how much we appreciate all of the contributions that the Gillespie's has made to our county, not only them and, I mean, anybody, not anybody can have a business, but there's a lot of people that have businesses, but even to you and your dad and your granddad, even going back that far and the contributions and the fire business and helping to keep us safe, because I know personally that volunteers don't make any money. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that a lot of hours you and your dad and your granddad spent away from their families, mm-hmm. helping other yeah. people in the time of need and we appreciate that and i hope people in our community especially with volunteers appreciate what these people are making the sacrifices they're making to help us when we need them absolutely and the thing about it is is that we don't really think about them until we do need them and that's at a bad time sure. but it's always good to know that at a bad time somebody's there to help you out they're
1: ready to come so, These guys are ready to come.
0: And thank you for doing that thank all you, those years. Yeah, yeah. And uh appreciate that. Wish you the best in your retirement years and keep enjoying. I know you're enjoying it. And yes. Having blessed. a good time we with those blessed. grandkids
1: especially. Yeah, yeah. All eight of them.
0: <laughs> good. Thanks, Stanley. Thank you, Doug. Well, I want to take time to thank Stanley for coming in this morning and being on our program and remembering his family and what they have meant to our community. We sure do appreciate you coming in every Saturday morning at 11 to share with us about the people and the places and things that we remember about Jessamine County. We'll do it again next Saturday at 11. All Things Jessamine on your hometown radio station, Jess FM 105.9.